Support for Oyster Road Radio comes from you, our listeners. If you'd like to support the show, visit the link in the show description or visit patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio. Your support is the bean sprouts in my fuzz. I take the challenges of a podcaster on the road. So support the show. More support means meeting more people that you would normally never meet. Become a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio and support the show today. Welcome to Oyster World. Radio. Hello, Oysters, and welcome to another episode of Oyster World Radio, the podcast where we broaden our perspectives by listening to the stories of people from all over the globe. It's easy to get trapped in the day-to-day routines of our own personal bubbles, but there are billions of ways to live the one life you got. And it's my job to find those ways and bring them to you. I'm Nathan Lieberman, and in this episode, we learn what life is like in Vietnam with our guest, Tin Dun, who also uses Ben as his English name. Tin is a 21-year-old tour guide that grew up in central Vietnam and is now training as a bike tour guide for the Mr. Saigon Bike Company in Saigon, also known as Ho Chi Minh City. And like us, this was his first trip through the Mekong Delta on a bike. I have to say, Ben made the trip for me. His constant energy and enthusiasm kept Jackie and I going even after the 60th kilometer, always cracking jokes, always making us smile, and our talks over dinner and into the night led to this wonderful episode being created. And what a story. I now understand why he was never down, never tired, never complains about anything. He's been through some stuff, and he came out to the other side on top. It doesn't matter where you are in life, everyone can learn a little something from this guy. So without teasing you any longer, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Tin Dun. Well, Ben, welcome to Oyster World Radio. We're really excited to have you on the show. Here we are in South Vietnam yeah. after three days of amazing bike riding through the Mekong River Delta in one of the coolest places. I, I haven't really done anything that amazing in a long time. Yeah. And this is your first time too. That's why, that's why. You are similar <laughs> to me because this is my first time I've been to the Mekong in this way. Yeah. But like I've been to Mekong Delta for many times. Yeah. Because I've been doing as a tour guide for two years. Right. Yeah. So, but, but this nothing tour. Nothing like yeah, this. Nothing like this. This is so crazy. And Insane. just to give the listeners a picture. So we're on mountain bikes. Yes. Right? And we're just careening like flying through on these winding streets as other motorbikes flying past us and you look up and there's just coconuts on every tree (laughs) and jackfruit and starfruit and durian and star apples and limes and the list of fruit goes on to the point where I can't even remember them all and Man, it was a good time. That's so great. That's so great (laughs) to me as well. Yeah. So it's real it was really funny to to meet you too because well, this is your first time and you're training yes <laughs> to eventually take over these okay. tours yeah and we're gonna find out how exactly you got to the same spot that we got okay right now okay so are you ready to dive into your story yes as ready as you could possibly be yes yes <laughs> uh, always always ready for you oh that's yeah. what i like to hear okay. that's yeah. what i like to hear <laughs> So, you grew up in central Vietnam. Yes. And I, I never knew how massive this country actually was. Yeah. And I mean, the train rides that we were taking from north, because me and Jackie took trains from north to south, and they were 
10 hour trips, oh. 12 hour trips. I was like, holy crap, this place is giant and absolutely beautiful. But Central has its own almost culture of itself. It's That's its own region. That's so what, we, we got to figure out what it's like to live in Central Vietnam. So from what we were talking about before, you grew up almost in a smaller village. So how many people were in your village? And can you kind of describe what it looked like if you were walking down the street of your village? What would you see? Okay, so uh, in my hometown, it's just a very, very small town near the Nha Trang city, about 60 kilometers to the north of Vietnam. Gotcha. And uh, there are just like three or four thousand people there. Three or four thousand people. Yes. So yes, not that many. Yes, yeah. not so many. And the people there, they have no idea about the outside world. Yeah. Even even with the people in the south and the north of Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. So um, So they're pretty isolated even towards the bigger cities of Saigon and Hanoi. That's in right. the north and south. That's right, that's right. Gotcha. Even I live near Nha Trang City, but I never been to Nha Trang before. Really? Still no, 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 just one day. one just one time. Just one time. That's, that's I right. have like I got a good score in my uh, school. Yeah. And my school just uh, gave me a trip to Nha Trang. Gotcha, and but it was through your school, it wasn't through <laughs> family vacations yeah, no. or anything like that. No, 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 no. So it's more conservative, or is people like to you know stay in their hometown and, and live in the community, or you know, like, what's the mindset of the town? Yeah, so uh, it just depends yeah. on how rich you are. Yeah. And for the most family in the central, they don't want to spend money on tourism, on traveling. Gotcha. Because they think that's it. Wasting time, wasting money. Mm. They want to spend that time to work, to saving money for wicked things. Gotcha. Because um, in my hometown, actually there's a lot of nature disaster. So, yeah, you were saying that before. Big yes, storms, that's almost right. like hurricanes, come to your town. That's right. That's yeah. right. So every year, the storm just come and bring all the money, property of the people away because they destroy the houses and they need to build up the house again. Yeah. So some family, they saving up their money for the whole life. Gotcha. And just build up a new house for them. A new life, but after one storm, all of all it goes away. Destroyed. So almost, yeah, all of their hard work, years and years of saving, possibly to go somewhere else or send their kids to school or anything like that, can be wiped away in that's, one storm. That's right. That's right. So that's the reason why the people here they don't want to waste their money on right. anything. Which yeah. makes complete sense. That's I mean, true. if you're facing a threat like that every single summer when the storms come through it, yeah. it's probably hard to break away from that or like you were saying before it, it, the very risk adverse or they people don't like to take bigger risks or um, do things outside of the norm because yeah. there is a very real threat you know you have to rebuild your house possibly next summer yeah we take enough risks so we don't want any risk anymore right right yeah, you have so. enough so no it's not let's not add to the pile yeah yeah. So what? So it seems like yeah. Even in the U.S., the smaller towns, 
it, it is that kind of same way, and maybe not in terms of natural disasters, but in the ways of the economy. People like to, you know, don't be too risk averse. Make sure that you have the important things yeah. set up. But it, I'm so fascinated at how, when I mean, we talked a little bit about our childhood games earlier on the trip, yeah. but like how was growing up in Vietnam? Because really in the US, all you hear about is the Vietnam War. You don't really hear about the people of Vietnam. And what, what, was, what was your favorite thing to do when you were, say, 12 years old with your oh, friends? Well, uh, it was a normal day for you yeah, when you were 12. Interesting, because uh, in my times, uh, it's not really, really difficult. Yeah. Like the old days, like back to 1975, there's a lot of people, they right. die because of they're starving. And uh, yeah. yeah in my time, even, it's not really difficult, but there's not many technologies like smartphone or computer to play video games. So with a 12 years old child, they usually have a lot, some more traditional way yeah. to entertain themselves, like hide and seek. Um, good old hide and yeah, seek, yeah. Good, good way all the time. So at that time, you know, because like uh, my hometown have un uh, have an unstable power, yeah, they will be cut off anytime. Yeah, any so day. the lighting in the houses could be off that right. that morning. That's just right. the way so, it is. Yeah, yeah, when you just uh, using having your dinner with your family, yeah, you just cut off the light. And you're like and everything um, dark. I'm yeah, so scared. Especially at night, there's pitch black. The yes. entire city is yes, out. Yes, that's right. That's right. So, but we have like a candle and uh, the firelight every time yeah. we, we stay in the house because we know that we predict that the power will be cut up. Gotcha. Anytime. So, that time is not really a funny time for the elder, but for the children like us. Oh, it's it. probably oh, so exciting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just leave the dinner behind and go out. Yeah. And so on the street, there's just darkness, no yeah. light, and we play hide and seek. So, <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So, uh, on the children, we are so excited about that. And we just go on the street, we, we play, and we yell at each other and that's so fun and yeah and even it makes the street more 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 busier than the normal day yeah because you have all these kids running yes, around in yes, the street yes. some of them they just like go to high somewhere and when they get boring they just come back to their house and no announcement to their friends no they don't even tell you <laughs> that but we were hiding out we got bored and then we just went home but you can still search for me for the next hour. Yes, yes, yes. So that bad boy is me. And <laughs> so you were one of the cheaters in hide and seek. Yeah, oh I man. Know, I know, I know. I probably so, did that too at some yeah. point. But Sometimes. It's a good move because then you're the best hider on the whole neighborhood. No one ever knew where you were. Like no one found me. But you That's know, nice. like the children, they are easy to forget everything. So yeah. at that time, they're so mad at me. But tomorrow, okay, ah, they don't care. play again, yeah, yeah. something else. <laughs> so funny, yeah, I know. 
Yeah, so it sounds like it's just was for a, a kid. It was a normal childhood, probably a lot more nature yeah. than a, than a regular person in, in the world, especially the Western world would, yeah. because obviously you go any direction here in Vietnam, you run into some of the most beautiful things. So I'm guessing since you didn't have the technology, you spent most of your time outside. That's right. That's right. And and the street out there is just so normal. Yeah, it's not really modern like Saigon or any city in the in in, in Vietnam. Yeah, uh, it's just like very small, and it just have a straight uh, straight road yeah. lead to from the north. Ah, uh, that road is the 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 straight road lead from the north yeah. to the South Vietnam. We just have that road. Yeah, and another road is near the coastline. Yeah. So we just have to roll like that, and the the town is just like very small. Just very small along yeah, the road, just, and yeah, walk past the um, the town and go to Nyatran City and go anywhere else. Yeah. No tourists come there. No one, no anyone come to my hometown to visit. <laughs> so whenever well, I come not to not yet because tourism <laughs> is starting to grow as we're gonna find out later yeah, but yeah. do you think anyone would ever go to your hometown <laughs> you're laughing <laughs> okay <laughs> maybe one day yeah i hope that I, i'm trying my best to bring the tourism to my hometown well next time we're around we'll try to stop by and say hi yes if yes. you're not some big wig already in the tourism Definitely. industry yeah. yes i want it <laughs> So it seems like very close knit community. Uh, a lot of thing like you, you weren't very risk, or the culture at least wasn't risk, risk adverse. But you decided to go off to college to Saigon. Now, were your parents really pushing you towards that, or how was your your family involved with you leaving or eventually leaving when you were 18? So uh, my family actually traditional family as well. Yeah. They don't want me to go out there. Oh, so they don't didn't me. want you. So this was all on your own. Yes, they don't want me to go to Ho Chi Minh City. Yeah, a very massive. Yeah, city. massive. Ten million strange. people. And yeah. yeah, no one can help me here. Yeah, they just want me to stay in Nha Trang City. Yeah, there's some university there. You can learn from them. Yeah. You can study there and got a job in there air conditioner um, office and yeah that's it yeah but i don't want my life like that i want to be more energetic more interesting life ever yeah yeah it just, i don't think you would i don't think you would do you're too just energetic <laughs> yes. and fun loving yes. to go to a desk job every day it just yes. wasn't meant for you yes. it seems like you knew that yes that's right and that reminds me we got to back up for a second yeah. for a story that you told me of why because you eventually went to the tourism school in Saigon yeah. and you found out you wanted to be a tour guide by giving a little tour for your neighbor when you were, what, like eight years old or yes. something? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so, okay. <laughs> so you got to tell the story of why yeah. you wanted to be a tour guide. So uh, back then, uh, actually, so that I tell you that my hometown is a little bit poor. There's no money spending for uh, traveling yeah so I wish 
I, I watch this on TV. There are a lot, a lot of beautiful view, gorgeous view out there. Yeah. Want to go, but there's no money. My parents, they don't allow me to go there as well. So um, I wish someday I could like go somewhere like that. Yeah. But like near my house, there was a girl next to my house. They just same age to me. Yeah. And uh, back then, even my 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 town is pretty poor, but uh, it's still more developed than the other throughout my town. Right. Right. So my 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 grandparents' house is in a rural area yeah. near my home, near my hometown. Gotcha. So whenever I come there, I feel like wow. I'm in heaven. Oh, this is great. Yeah, all the a nature. A lot of nature. I see a lot like the snake, the crab, the rat, the uh, rice battle, the big, big, big rice battle. Yeah. The children, they're playing on the rice battle and oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. I've never seen it before. And I think if I really like someone, yeah. I want them to go to my heaven. You know, every child, they, yeah. they want it. They want their friend to enjoy their happy moment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so I decided, I a little bit like her. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> you don't have to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The girl next door. Yeah, yeah the girl next door. <laughs> so I asked her, do you want to go with me to some great place very beautiful gorgeous view brick taking view do you want to go there okay yeah let's go because i'm you see it's get more with the tower as well yeah yeah so yeah we started to go even it's near my hometown but it's still pretty far yeah when it, you say it's near your hometown that is a loose <laughs> interpretation of Near yes, the word near. So, <laughs> How many kilometers away was it? So it's about um, trendy. It was about, about 15 20 to 20 kilometers. Yeah, 15 to 20 kilometers. And if people I, are doing the math back home, <laughs> what is that? 20 kilometers is around 12 miles yes. or like a half a marathon. So. <laughs> With a, a 12 years old child. <laughs> with, with, yes. With the twist. And you're 12, yeah. So, paradise was far away. You would have to earn it. Yeah. You would because, have to earn it. Because, you know, like, it's not 12. I, I'm just eight. Yeah. Eight. Oh, that's or right. Nine. You weren't even 12. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah, eight yeah, or nine. Yeah, just really, really little boy. Eight or nine years old walking yeah. a marathon to paradise. <laughs> and, you know, like, because. Uh, I said it near because uh, usually my mom take me on the scooter to yeah. go there, so it's near. But when we work, it's different. <laughs> but with and like enthusiasm in the kids, you know, they would do anything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So I took her to my uh, uh, grandparents' house, and wow, she loved it. She's so glad to see everything, nature. They she never seen before because yeah. in the town they just street and the houses. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, after that, uh, my mom is so worried about me because they scared someone 
kidnap me. Or, right, because yeah, your eight-year-old self just walks 20 kilometers without any phones, yes. without any communication. Yes. But at the same time, I mean, that's that's what an eight-year-old kid does, you know? <laughs> you, you you go find you paradise, and you and your friend went on an adventure together. Yeah. But yeah, mom, mom probably wasn't so happy. <laughs> okay, so she come to, and when she knew it, she come to uh, my grandparents' house to pick me up. And I thought that she would bitten me until I was dead. Yeah. But no, she saw me, she cried. That's the first time in my life I seen my mom cry. Yeah. So, yeah, but with the eight-year-old child, you know, that's so simple. You just, yeah, and it's terrifying. Why, yeah. why you cry? You didn't do anything. So, yeah. Yeah, but she just crying. Okay, so let's get go back to home. But after that, when I grow up a little bit more, I realize that because she's love me. Yeah. She's really, really, really love her child. So of course, yeah, it's your mom. So she cried. Yeah. So you scared her a little bit. Yeah. But on the other side, showing your friends your paradise yeah. seemed to have sparked in you this yeah. love of being a tour guide. So so after that moment, I realized that okay, tour guide is the job. That for is me. the job That's for me. I'm in. Yes. So why is Saigon? It, it's because uh, you go to a tourism university, which. I don't. I know nothing about. So, do they teach you the history of Vietnam, or just how to conduct a tour, all of the above? And why did you choose Saigon of all the places? Okay, so every each student in on around Vietnam. I, I'm not sure in the north, but love to go to Saigon to study. Okay, so Saigon because is a good place for good universities. Good place for universities. And yeah. the people here is so welcome, they're so friendly. Yeah. They don't care that you come from another small province. You don't care they don't care that you are poor. They don't care that what you wear today or something else. Yeah. You equal to them. Fantastic. And the the people in the north, they is a little bit racist. Yeah. They think if they come from the Hanoi, the capital of Vietnam, they are the god, they are angel, mm. they are upper class. They a little are, bit above the rest are, of the country. Yeah. They will judge you through your clothes, what you wear, your shoes, what you eat. You come from a small province, so you have not enough um, quality to play with them. Uh, okay. Stuff like that. So it's really, really hard. Yeah. To stay in Hanoi. Gotcha. Yeah, so that Especially as an outsider. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So all the Vietnamese students they just want to go to Saigon. Gotcha. On the Vietnam. So what yeah. happened when you got the cause I when we got to Saigon, it was freaking nuts. Yeah. I call them motorbike armies and this was the most, like, we've been to Hanoi, we've been to other ones, and the motorbikes are everywhere, but Saigon is famous for it, and it lives up to the hype because it is chaos. Absolute chaos. And you're coming from a couple thousand person town yes. to a 10 million person mega city yeah. in Saigon. Yeah. What the heck was that like for you? What was that transition like for you? Were you just like, yes, this is the place I need to be? Was it hard at first? What, what yeah, was that like? so I was shock culture yeah yeah because uh in my hometown 
It's just like the foreigner when the first time they come to Saigon, they see a lot, a lot, a lot of people floating on the road like that. Yeah. Like, like exactly like me because in my hometown, there's not a lot of scooter like that. Just yeah. some people on the street, one or two people. Yeah. You cannot see like more than 10 people on the street in my hometown. Yeah, 10 people, really busy day. Yeah, day. that's yeah. right, yeah. that's right, that's right. <laughs> but when it come here, wow. Oh my God, there's more than 10 people on yes, the street. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the traffic laws are more like guidelines, I would say. No one really follows the rules. You just, there's no stop signs and stoplights are kind of not mandatory. People yes. just go. You just yes. go and you got to put your head down and just That's like right. go for it. That's right. So I can imagine that was pretty hard for you at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not even just driving, but just the city, city in general. It's yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, well, the first time I come here, I was shocked. And because of the traffic and because of the way, there's a lot of people, they uh, know that every year, there are thousands and thousands of students from a small province floating to Saigon to stay. Yeah. So... They try to cheat them. They try to steal luggage from them. Oh, okay. Try to uh, cheat them on like uh, they will help you to find the house to live in Saigon. Yeah. So there's things in place at the university to help yes. you get used to this massive place. But like some people, they abuse that. Yeah. They cheated on the new student. They just, okay, so you just gave me the position. I will, yeah, give you the best, the best apartment here in Saigon. Yeah. I promise you. And, well, in their hometown, the people, they are so honest. Yeah. They are not like that. So, well, okay, yeah, just. Yeah, you say I'm selling me and yeah. Just give them and they leave away. Yeah. They just go away and they disappear. So With there the is money. a lot of cheating going on too yes, and, and yes, it's, you got to be yes. careful. So my mom and my dad back home, they told me about that anytime, anywhere. When I want, when I said to them that I want to come to Saigon. Yeah. Yeah. But I still want to come here. I still... That's right. Because you, your parents didn't really want you to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, but you're just like, yo, no, I'm in. This is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I, I know it, and yeah. I'm going after it. Yeah. Did it? Was it fulfilling to get here? Then were you really excited? You knew that it was going to be hard at times, but were so, able to push through it. Uh, so when I was in my hometown, I was so excited. I was so passionate to go to Saigon. Yeah. But when I come here, a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Too much people and so a little like and then a so small amount of job. Yeah. For them. And when you come here to study that you realize that when you graduate, it's not sure that you will get a good job. Right. Yeah. So I was so panicked. I was so worried at that time. But it's not really worrying, just a little bit because my family is supporting me. Right. They send me the amount is very 
a stable amount of money every month. Yeah. And I think there's enough in my life, so just hang out. Which is really, really cool by your parents, too. It's something that, you know, they, they're a little cautious about, but then at the same time, they still supported you in yes. sending you yes. money and make, letting you follow your dream. That's right. That's now. right. And, I, and, and right now, when I talk and think about that moment, I'll feel so ashamed for myself because my parents working so hard sending the money to for supporting me to learn to chasing my dream instead of working hard i just hang out just leave it just play with my friend yeah well but like but at the same time, that's a, it could be an important lesson down the road, too, that you had that time, and now you look back and go, you know, I could have done more. That's right. That's right. And that's right. karma has a funny way of bringing things back. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this was really bad for your family, but yeah. there was an incident where you, another family member came yeah. and stole a lot of money from your family, and all of a sudden those checks, those support funds dried up. That's right. And now you're in Saigon, you're studying, yeah. you have this lifestyle, and everything changed. Yes. So from the moment, my family was cheated because of my, my dad's sister. There's a lot of um, people in my hometown gave her money to invest to something. Oh, so this was a multi-family. There, a lot of people were involved. Yes, in yes, yeah. including my family. Yeah. So my mom, she think that, okay, so I will give this money to invest, and then we get back more money for right. for my son to go to study. And it's your dad's sister, so it seems like yeah. a pretty safe investment. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really safe. And after that, everything gone. She's gone, the money gone, everything gone. Because she just gave all the money that she's saving from she was very, very young to now for, him, for her. On, on the money. Wow. Wow, so that moment when I, when I phoned her, and she said that everything is lost, everything is gone. And, well, I don't know how much, how much money that's gone. Right. Yeah, so I asked her, how, how much, how much? Don't make me worry, mom. But she just said that, just small amount. But she cried. Yeah. She cried a lot. And I know that that's way too much. You know, that's really, really, really a big money. Yeah. And I hear some neighbor from my hometown near my family said that. So yeah, your mom just gave her all the money that he she saved up from she was really young to right. now. So I was so stunned. I was so painful. She was so worried about me inside all. And she do everything for supporting me there. I just hang out, just wasting my time. What's wrong with me? So after that time... And how old were you when this happened? When that happened, I just... 
nearly 19 years old. So nearly. It just I'm still in the first year of the college. Yeah. I'm still 18 years old. So you're 18 going on 19. You come. I, I know most of the listeners right now. That is so young. Yeah. And don't ever blame yourself for still trying to figure it out. We all run into that. Yeah. And. So, but this is a big moment. Now your family needs help. Yeah. You're studying, and you decided to step up. You're yeah. like at 19, which is really cool. You should be yeah. proud of yourself. That's right. And but that's when you really started to turn, turn it up a notch. Yeah, that's right. And 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 right now I'm so so thankful to the sister who who take who took all the money and goes away because that made me wake up. Yeah. Yeah, it made me wake up from the dream. Yeah. And uh, right now I'm, I'm good. I'm satisfied with myself. Yeah. Everything I got thanked for her. Yeah. She's waking me up. That is a very beautiful way to think about a bad time yeah. in your family's history. <laughs> you know, it did, but it did. Yes. It absolutely did because yes. you started right, over the, right after that learning English. Yeah getting jobs to further yes. your learning of English, yes. doing yes. a waiter job, something yes. that no one else wanted to do, yes. working hard, getting promotions. That's right. And really went after your tour guide dream. Yeah. So yeah. How, how was that first gig? Because if I'm remembering right, you, you, you were learning English from a friend, and then you went and tried to get an interview for this Vesper, the, or the, no, the, the scooter tour yeah. guide industry. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of fell through, but then it, you kept grinding, and finally, through a friend or through a recommendation, you got yeah. a gig. You got your first tour. Yeah. And this is what you did to get to school. So there was a little bit of an in-between, but there was a moment when you finally broke through and said, yeah. yes, I got my first tour. Yes. What was that like after all of that hard work? Well, and you know, what was the situation of how you got the tour in the first place? Yeah, so uh, at that time, that was the summer of my of my uh, second years, and uh, you know, at that time, I have no idea about tour guide job because I have no experience, right. I have nothing to. To, to, to work as a tour guide to take the salary from the company. Yeah, well, you're the classic, you learn things in school, but you haven't been able to apply them yet yes. at a real job. Yes, yeah. yes. Classic problem, yeah. Wow, and you know, at that time, I remember that as, that's a um, uh, May, mm -hmm. that's May, the beginning of the summer. So, uh, uh, my friend just, I'm, 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 I'm sitting back from my room, the room that I went in Sago, and doing some stuff. And uh, my friend just called me, Oh, do you want to work at a tour, guys? I have a tour for you. Oh, so it was just a call? Yeah. It was just it's like, oh man, that what? one opportunity that yes. always comes. You're just like, yes. oh no. At that time, I cannot break. Yeah. Because that is so big opportunity for me. Yeah. I just, okay, okay. <laughs> Keep that for me, okay? Don't, yeah. don't be that to anyone. I'm in. I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, whenever you want, okay? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, he gave me a tour to 
Fantic is um, central, but near the southern, not gotcha. really the central. City, mm -hmm. very beautiful, and uh, fortunately, yeah, the boss of the company, the operator of the company, go with us of that tour. So the boss of the whole company is on the tour. Did you know that? No. When, okay, good. Because I would have been freaking out if yes. I knew that. Yes, so yes, it's probably yes. a good thing that you didn't know. <laughs> but so, yeah, so this is a new opportunity. You like hit, you went in, all in yeah. on this opportunity. Yeah. Happened to have the yeah, owner of the company right. come on tour. Right. How many people were on the tour? So uh, there was 200 people. Oh, no, 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 100 people. Uh, yeah, yeah, 200 people. 200 people on your first tour ever. Divided into five plus. Okay. And uh, still. Yeah, I'm be the one who is the, the one still of the two guys. 40 people. In five plus. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So there are five tour guys. The one who in five tour guys, who among five tour guys. Yeah. Really new. They yeah. are the very experienced guy. And I'm the oh, new so you're the new guy, you're the That's newbie. Right. That's right. Yeah. And you have your own set of 40 people, too. Yeah. They're not really helping you. That's right. You're on your own. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. <laughs> so the day before, I cannot sleep. I, I can understand why. I learned all the documents about the CD. I learned everything. Yeah. And so uh, when we get on a tour, that's pretty much smooth. And wow, I didn't expect that. The customer, they like me. They like the way how I set up the game for them, how I give them the information about the CD. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow, I didn't expect that. Wow, that's my first tour. That's my first biggest tour ever. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that they're the boss of the, the company come too. So I just do my best. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so fascinating in. And this in, is your thing. This is yeah. what you wanted to do. So yes. just so into just it. Doing my best. Um, yeah. You know that during the lunch time, everyone just goes to the, the, the lunch. But except me, I just work and work. I take care of the customer. They need something. I prepare everything. And the boss, they realize that there's one guy they're missing so she's asked some people there about me and she saw me that wow this guy is so hard working he's helping them out on his yes, lunch break yeah. yes he's giving so, it his all well and uh at the end of the tour when we come back to saigon she offered me a, a, an opportunity the biggest the biggest you got the job you nailed yes, it yes, you went yes. out and you got it that's awesome yeah so uh, what was that like like what when you got the call what was that call like like what did she say to you what was your reaction did you just were you like shaking on the phone or just like yes like yelling yes into the phone what, what was that call like <laughs> so uh, actually that's not a, a call so oh, when person yeah when I come back to Saigon mm -hmm. she come back to and she called one of her staff to call me yeah to talk with her in a separated uh, room private room and it's coming I just so scared I just well what I 
Yeah, you do something wrong. wrong? Yeah, yeah do something happen. wrong. Yeah. Is it is it really bad to my career in the future? Yeah, because this so is scary. your first tour, your first opportunity, and you had no idea what was going oh, on. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm freaking out. My hand was shaking. Yeah. I just go to a room. I'm sweating a lot, and when I come in, she smiled me, and uh, she told me that, okay, uh, Tan, uh, I know that you're very new guy here, and I know that this is the first two of you, right? So I, yes, okay, I'm done, I'm done. Yep. I'm done. Yep, <laughs> okay. yep. This is, how can this be good? How can this <laughs> okay. ever be good? Um, so, now I want to offer you a job <gasps> in comedy. Just, what? What the heck is going on? What the heck is going on? I just got a job. I just got my first tour guy job. <laughs> <laughs> I can right now, I, I can't remember that feeling, that exactly feeling. Oh, that's just euphoria. Wow. Yes, I got it. Yeah. I did it. I stepped into heaven. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, see, actually, that's not a normal tour. So, yeah. Uh, her company is about a very, very special tour to mm -hmm. four islands. Mm. Very, very famous island yeah. in the South Vietnam. And we go by fly as well. Wow. That's. In the history of the com uh, the tourism, I know that every guy, every new guy, they cannot get a fly tour like that. Yeah, it's so big opportunity for me. And yes, and you yes. got the fly tour. Yes, just Amazing. take me, take me, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'll just <laughs> just give me the job. Just give me the reins. Okay. You won't be disappointed. Okay. I can do this because well, with flying, with yes. two hundred people flying, that's a lot of logistics. I'm sure that was a pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was so happy at that time, and that that really a nail, a mark, very big mark in my mm -hmm. life as well. So uh, yeah, after I worked for that company for uh, three months, I get a good salary, good income, can cover my life, can send a little bit enough money to support my family back home. Mm -hmm. That's so great. That's a great time for me. But after that, I realized that this company, they cheated on the customer a lot. They tell about they tell customers about a lot of beautiful things, full services, very luxury hotel, very luxury boats that you get on when you go to island. But nothing happened. Right. Yeah, they're just some lie. They're just lying to the customer, and I hate it. I don't want to lie to the customer. I want to service them as best as I can. Yeah, and give them, like you said before, bring them to your paradise. That's a little, right. That's Vietnam right. is your paradise. This is not my goal. Yeah. So, yeah, I just leave it. I leave the job behind. I quit. I just said to the boss, okay, so I'm really, really, really appreciate that you offer me this big opportunity. Never, I've never been a professional job like this before, I thank you 
for helping me a lot like this but cannot work here anymore I feel that I need to study more because I'm, I, I give another reason yeah. not the reason that they telling the lie to the customer right uh, yeah I'm so busy I'm studying so yeah can you let me quick job so yeah so just okay so if you don't want to uh, work with the company anymore so just quick so yeah which is a big step that you, I, I really admire because I think a lot of people wouldn't do that. You've yes. achieved your dream. Yes. Now there's something in conflict with your morals, but maybe not that big for the lifestyle that you gained in the process. So that's that's great. And yes. I'm sure it was pretty hard yeah. at first too because you did make it. You were able to send money back to your family. Yes. You did have the, these major tours that a new guy couldn't get. You were like a big dog now. Yeah. So I had to give it up. Actually, jobless. I've been jobless people. Yeah. I said, I have no job. Have no money. I spend the last of my saving money to study IELTS exam. To study IELTS, you know, international English testing system. Yeah. Very, very difficult certificate. If you get that certificate, that means uh, you will get any job. Yeah. In yeah, but you had to spend the last of yeah, your money at last, one attempt. That's right. One attempt <laughs> at this English exam. So I risked myself again. Uh, yeah, I go right back into yeah, it. On the money to study IELTS and after that yeah I get a good result yeah so I'm so happy about that but after I get that um, certificate there's something big happened to my life as well the law of the tourism just changed and mm. uh, right now the tourism police they work so hard they so strict at the people that they don't have uh, the tourism certificate, so we cannot work as a tour guide. You need to have a certificate. You need to have a certificate, yeah. which you were working on at the time, but That's right. you didn't have the money to support yourself, yes. so now you're in this dilemma. Yeah. Now yeah. what do you do? So, you know, at that moment, I was stuck in that moment. Have no job, no money, nothing. Yeah, and wow, that's, I'm so sad at that time. Yeah. I was nearly become um, so depression. So after that, but like, you know, I've been during my life, even I'm so young, I've been through many, many, many difficult things. Yeah, you and have. Just, I just sit back and I talk about thing that happened to my life and okay so yeah I mean a lot of two more difficult thing than this so just nothing mm -hmm. just move on yeah just like doing something something else and uh, at the time I decided to uh, apply for being an English teacher yeah but but no no the so day it's... before the day before that I just one of my friends, the friend that I had him to have a tour to go to Fulham, yeah. he just called me back. He calls you again? Yes! 
So this is like the day before you want to become an English teacher. Was it actually the day before? That's right. It's weird how things happen. I don't know. Because I'm the I, I follow Buddhism. Yeah. And but I don't really practice. I don't really religious. Yeah. So I just um, I don't go to the temple every day to ask for anything. I just believe that if you do the good thing, good thing will happen back to you. Right. So I try to do the good thing as much as possible in my life. Never cheat the people. Yeah. Never uh, get mad with the people. No, sometimes. Sometimes. Well, everyone yeah, gets everyone. mad at the people sometimes. But like, I don't yeah. do anything bad to the people around me. Yeah. Yeah, so... And it yeah. seems like it came back. Yeah, that's right. You get this oh. second call right in the nick of time. I don't right know. Right as your money Why? is running out. Yes. Right as you're about <laughs> to take another trajectory somewhere else. Yeah. It all comes back again, and you get this call. Well, I... I, I at the time, I was so, so, so happy. I mean, I was in heaven. So I what just, happened? Did he give you another tour? Uh, so, or? yeah, he, 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 he gave me another tour, but international tour. Gotcha. The last tour, it just, uh, I, I, uh, I took the Vietnamese people yeah. to go to travel. But this tour, this tour is, is inbound tour. The people all from all the over the world come yeah. to Vietnam, and I, wow, this is. And you're own. back in the game, yes, just like that. Again. You're back in the game, yes. and that eventually, from there, you seem to build up to what you currently have now. Yeah. And the bike, yeah. And you met Ty, who is the the owner of the bike tour yeah, company. Yeah. Meet the biker. Yeah. And for you met through a friend again and it just seemed to kind of roll into what it is now and yeah. it is pretty cool to look where after hearing your story of how you got there and the ups and downs yeah. and having to quit and join find yourself again and calls in the nick of time yeah. now you're riding through the the Mekong Delta on bikes yes. and I gotta say you, you your energy brought me up because <laughs> there were some moments where it was really hard it was really hard, yeah. but you were always enthusiastic. It seems like you were loving every second of that tour. Yes. And how does it feel? Because to, to be able to, and you're still in school working on that certificate, but Ty said you're going to be leading some bike tours soon, something yes. that you've never done <laughs> with international people. Yeah. And thinking about all the times back home, and coming to Saigon, and how hard it was. How fun is it to look back and look at your achievement and where you are? Well, yeah, I never look back at achieving my achievement before because I just look to the future. But right now, when I stay with you, yeah, sit back and I talk about, I think about all the things happened to me. Wow, I, wow, that's so amazing. Yeah, it's you should be proud. So amazing, <laughs> and I think I strongly think that. Everything happened to your life, they all have their meaning. You just take it like a gift. Don't reject it. Don't feel sad about anything. Just take all of that. And all of that thing will give you the experience, which makes you harder and harder in the future. Yeah. 
And yeah, and don't be lazy. And don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. <laughs> okay. Don't it's be a, lazy. It's a beautiful message because I know a lot of people out there listening right now yeah. are struggling with that. Maybe there is a down point in their life where they're still working hard, churning through hard periods in their life where maybe they had to quit a job for a specific reason. It's, still, it's a struggle. And what I'm hearing from you is, you, you know, it's, tough stuff happens yes. in your life. And you get harder and harder and harder, like steel. Yes. Almost. Wow. And you can use that in the future. Yes. So I guess to wrap it all up, to, if someone sit, was sitting in my place right now that was the same problem, maybe they just quit their job. Yeah. They're trying to work on their own, but they're running out of money. Yeah. And they, they're scared and they don't really know what to do. Yeah. What would you say to someone so, going through uh, the same thing? With these uh, people, I blame that I know all of these people feeling. I know your feeling. And my advice that I, 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 I don't want to say that I have some big advice or effective advice for you guys because I'm a little bit too young and I need to learn more but I think you should take whatever the life brings to you just moving on don't feel depression don't feel that you are useless something will come to you something will come to you it's just matter that the time you need to be harder and to be patient to take it I love yeah. it. Uh-huh. I love it. It's so good. You were wise beyond your work, or wise beyond your years. Oh. Wise beyond your years for <laughs> thank sure. You. And thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. This was a great time. Thank you, Nate. I hope that everyone out there listening had as much fun as I did. Yes. And definitely check this guy out. He's yes. currently at Mr. Saigon Biker Tours. Yes. You can check him out on Facebook. And if you're in South Vietnam and Saigon, hit him yes. up. They're great. <sighs> Meet the biker. And That's ask so for Ben because you're going to have a great ass time every time. Yes. Thank yes. you, sir, for coming on. This has been fun. Yeah, thank you, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Oyster World Radio. Thanks again, Tindun, for coming onto the show. I've eaten my potty weight in star apples, and that thanks to you. We'll see you in Saigon again soon. Keep up to date on everything going on in the back here on Instagram at Nathan.Wanders. We are back in Germany, even though it might be a short stint. So check out all the pictures there. Check out the links in the show description for more information. Special thanks to Charlie Milken for all of the Oyster Jams. Check them out on Spotify or at charliemilken.com. That's M-I-L-L-I-K-I-N. Don't forget to support the show on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N at patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio. And thanks again for tuning into Oyster World Radio. We'll be back in two weeks. But until then, this is Nathan Lieberman signing off. I can't take control of my life If I'm too busy looking at the stars And thinking about all time that's gone by It's time for a change In my day-to-day scene Time to turn around